0: Love Talk
1: Radio. It won't happen to us because it's happening right now through us. Come on, sing with Oh, Shanti, oh, Shanti, oh.
2: It's all about Om Shanti. Om Shanti Om, the international universal greeting to remind us all that I, the soul, am peaceful. You know, what we might think to be a very common word, such as peace, it's such a political tool in the world today. Our brothers and sisters in Palestine and Israel grapple with trying to become peace within themselves and peace outside of themselves. Our brothers and sisters in countries in Africa who are raging coups here and there, they continue to look for peace outside of themselves when it's really inside of themselves. In our own backyard here in America, where we search for peace outside outside of ourselves it's in reality it is inside of ourselves and this is really the language of you know a spiritual movement or the motivation of folks in our current time that we're seeking to find this sense of understanding of ourselves more and more and more and I appreciate the diamond age that we are in it's a very subtle age it is an age that has a tremendous capacity for human beings to become self-realized. And life teaches us many things, and perhaps the greatest teacher is to observe the way that we interact with each other in relationships. Relationships become the means of taking us up, (laughs) and they can also definitely be one of the means of bringing us down. But I've learned over and over again the importance of just showing up, with the best of intentions and with the most of intentions from my whole heart and soul. As we move along in our day-to-day lives, we will bump into a variety of scenes, a variety of scenes. And what I'm understanding is the need for love to be at the core of my response. I'm not talking about fluffy, fluffy, eerie, fairy love. I'm talking about love that will not see what's broken in a person. And I'm talking about love that will not even see what's broken in me. We're looking forward to our guest today, Doug Caporino, who is an international leader and motivational speaker. And he will be talking to us about health and wellness and, of course, about his spiritual journey and how he has found himself outside of certain things, how he's been able to grow and find power in his own journey. Before we get dug on, we're going to turn to our sweet, beloved yogi sister, Gita, who, as everyone knows by now, has uh, survived cancer, has lost weight, and she's looking like a model at the age of 70-something, which I'm not supposed to tell anyone, but it's okay. There's only a few million listening on. It's Okay. I hope she'll talk to me after today's show. But anyway, Sister Gita, what special reading do you have for everyone today?
0: I am going to good morning America meditating all of you. Hi. I may you have a lovely Wednesday. I open the book and I'm thinking about something that God does automatically happiness. He just bestows happiness he's the removal of sorrow and they bestow happiness and there are some souls I know that have you know embodied that virtue and I know from experience living with Sister Jenna that uh, there's very few moments that I don't see her uplifting someone, making someone happy who's going down so she's definitely following Shrimat. Srimad is a Sanskrit word which means God's directions. Don't give sorrow, don't take sorrow. How are we going to do it? Positive thought and action are the enemies of sorrow. Happiness will always find a way. No gates are locked to happiness. Give happiness and you will receive happiness. Give peace, and you will feel peaceful. Give sorrow, and you will get sorrow in return. Create thoughts and words that give only peace and happiness. The world is filled with worry and sorrow. Do something different. Be a pioneer. Do something different. Om Shanti. Have a happy, happy, happy
2: day. Bye-bye. Thanks, Sister Gita. You're adorable. Well, talking about pioneers this morning, uh, Doug Caparino is an international leader and motivational speaker in the fitness nutrition industry and was intr- instrumental in keeping celebrities such as John Travolta, who we all grew up with, Latoya Jackson, Eddie Murphy, Tony Goldwell, and Sylvester Stallone in top camera-ready shape. I wonder if we can get Doug to come to Washington and put us in shape. <laughs> he has continued as a personal trainer to the stars, and he has also been the fitness consultant to the Joan Rivers Show, with cable show on America's Talking, and the Regis and Kelly Show. He's a sought-after speaker and has been featured in many national magazines. Doug is praised and lauded for his technical expertise and his deep understanding of the challenges and complexities involved in becoming and staying fit in our society. And we have Doug on the show today, and I was also told that Doug is a meditator. Yay! Doug, are you there? Good morning.
1: I am here. Good morning. How are you today?
2: I'm great, Doug. I'm so glad that you're able to keep people fit. I'm going to have to bring you over here to keep this little yogi fit.
1: (laughs) I'm on the phone now booking my ticket to Washington, so be careful what you ask for. You may get it. (laughs) Oh,
2: yeah. There's a song, Be Careful What You Wish For. You might get it, and even more than what you expected, right?
1: Absolutely.
2: Doug, I'm glad that you're on the show. You've been working in the health and nutrition arena for over 30 years, and you've seen the public perception maybe towards health and wellness change over time. Tell me, has it been growing in which we're taking um, health more into our hands or have you found that we're moving more away from it?
1: Definitely growing in leaps and bounds. What I have found over the years is that when I started in this industry it was less than a $50 million a year industry. It has now grown to over a fifteen billion-dollar-a-year industry. That's a billion. The public has become a lot more educated in what wellness is and the concept of it and what different modalities, such as yoga, meditation, acupuncture, and more importantly, I think, is nutrition and how it all plays a role in keeping the body well and moving forward and growing young. And I think right now the Internet has been a a great friend to the public in the sense of educating people as to what their choices are. And it's not about just traditional medicine like it was years ago, but they're trying to understand right now how Eastern medicine that has been incredibly successful for thousands of years has played a role in wellness around the globe and not just here in the United States.
2: Right, right. Right. I'm aware that you're a pioneer in the fitness arena and you were responsible for creating the Fit for Life corporate wellness plan. I think it was for Johnson & Johnson? That's correct. Correct. Okay. So a subsequent study conducted by an independent firm estimated significant savings in medical cost and employee absenteeism, what are your thoughts about incorporating things like meditation into the corporate wellness plan? Because, you know, America Meditating Radio Show is about bringing to the awareness of folks the need to understand that your thoughts are very powerful and your thoughts can heal you and your thoughts can also make you unwell. So what do you think are some of the benefits about incorporating meditation in the corporate wellness arena?
1: Well, I think it's pivotal as to creating a healthy company. My philosophy has always been physically fit means fiscally fit. And companies now, uh, many of your larger corporations, uh, from Microsoft to Yahoo right on down, are creating meditation spaces for people, literally quiet rooms uh, that people are able to go into and literally meditate for whatever time they seem fit and they find that clearing the mind and getting peace of mind throughout the work day actually just increases productivity exponentially as well as cutting down healthcare costs and they're seeing better team performance as a result of it as well so people that are working within teams are able to communicate better and able to translate basically their needs and wants from a productivity standpoint, and thus the workplace becomes a happy, healthier place for people to be able to spend eight hours a day in.
2: I love that, you know, the whole aspect of teams being able to work together because there's clarity. I'm constantly surrounded by a team dynamics, and if one person just didn't match the vision, you could see how it catapults and just becomes this. Complete chaos and mess, you know, so you save a lot of dollars, time, and energy. Uh, it's great to hear companies like Microsoft and so on are creating meditation spaces. I also heard many airports are creating meditation spaces for people to get into. Now, in terms of your meditations, what is that like for you? Because uh, I interviewed David Lynch a few days ago, and he was very strong on TM as his meditation practice and everyone has a different mode of meditation. I'm curious to hear, do you have a specific meditation practice or have you found just your own process of your meditation fruitful for you which doesn't belong to any particular group?
1: Well, that's a great question and I'll give you the reader's digest version. Uh about 7 <laughs> years ago, I experienced a life-changing accident uh where I went off the road on my bicycle training for a triathlon and basically shattered my shoulder in over 17 places. I was turned down by four orthopedic surgeons in the New York metro area, finally accepted by one orthopedic surgeon who said, you may never regain use of your arm again, and we have no idea how this surgery is going to turn out. Nine hours later, with a couple of stainless steel plates, six stainless steel screws, and many bone grafts, I walked into his office three months later and was doing push-ups on his floor. And he said, okay, stop. How did you do this? And it was a combination of several modalities. But my biggest saving grace was actually meditating and visualization. Um, Even getting through the pain barrier right after surgery because I refused to go on pain medications, I would literally just meditate and close my eyes and see this great white shining light coming into the injured area and healing it. And that was my saving grace. It was the only way that I was able to find sleep at night, find peace of mind that the area was going to heal itself and be bigger and better than it was before and get me back into the shape and get me back to doing what I love as far as training and competing after the fact. So for me, it it spoke volumes. And by yeah. able to go and get into that peaceful place for even if I only had five minutes a day or up to 30 minutes a day, To be able to look within, to find that silence and solitude, and to be able to focus on the area that I knew was injured and needed healing, I was able to bounce back and consequently still compete and um, living a happy, healthy, vibrant lifestyle today.
2: Uh, That is so powerful. You know, in the Brahma Kumari's meditation technique, which is used in Raj Yoga meditation, There's a constant focus on this light, this light which they call the divine or the supreme energy. And I'm telling you, what you just said continues to confirm even an interview I had with Brother Gary Joseph who had a near-death experience, and again, he saw the light. Another person who had another situation, and they saw the light. There's a need for us to, I believe, become introspective, realize that the soul is light energy, and in order to connect to a supreme energy greater than ourselves, then we connect to that supreme source, and that source that starts to flow through our beings really begins to put the story together for us. And the fact that you cured yourself or really brought yourself back to a, a real operational format through that light connection, again, is a huge story for us to say reflect more from your inner capacity. Don't be lazy with your thoughts. Believe in yourself and believe in your goodness. You're incredible. You, to me, what I'm hearing with you, you have not only shown that you're physically strong, but you're also proving to me that you are mentally and spiritually strong. Kudos, kudos, kudos. We love you for that. That is so powerful for today's world. Um, Share with me in closing, what are some of your best tips in helping our listeners to understand the importance of wellness and nutrition? What would you tell us that we should look out for to just take care of our bodies and minds?
1: Well, it's really, really quite simple, believe it or not. First and foremost, you are what you think about, you bring about. Secondly, you are what you eat, so do not take nutrition lightly. Health and wellness and spirituality is an inside-out process. So it's not only about what you take in from the outside externally, but it's also about what you believe and what you manifest from inside internally, So it's very important for people to be congruent in all those areas of life. You cannot be incongruent in one area and expect to be congruent in the other area. Something's got to give. So by keeping that balance within your life, you create wholeness, you create wellness, and you create spirituality and, and wealth within yourself. And I consider wealth to be health, and it's just that simple.
2: That's fantastic, Doug. Tell us how we can get a hold of you if we need you. You've been wonderful.
1: Thank you. Uh, quite simple. People can go to my website, which is www.resultsthroughthruresearch.com, or they can actually just call at a 800 number, which is actually one eight six six get fit, which is four three eight. 8348.
2: You'll be hearing from all of us little yogi sisters. Thank you, Doug.
1: (laughs) It's been a real pleasure, and thank you so much, and it's certainly been a great honor to be on your show this morning. Much happiness and much health Mm -hmm. to all of you and all your listeners.
2: Same to you, Doug. Take good care. So that's Doug Caparino. What an inspiration he is. Do you see that? You know, there's some folks that talk a lot about just the body and pushing the body, and I'm sure he does that because if you ever see his picture, he looks great. But he's into also the capacity of pushing his mind's capacity, everyone. And that's what this show's about. We've got to wake our inner abilities up to believe that our thoughts make a difference on the physical world in and around us. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on this really inspiring show. And we're going to close with a thought for today To be responsible for each thought, word, and action is to be free questions keep flying and don't you ever believe you can't shine